0: Welcome in to another edition of Heavy Lifting with Ravi Lula. I am joined today with a quarantined Jacob Heck. Jake, how are you doing today?
1: Oh, I'm good. You going a little stir-crazy yet? What's that?
0: You going a little stir-crazy yet?
1: Uh, Yeah. That happened like eight hours ago. (laughs) Look, I like being at home. I'm kind of introverted that way, but I also like to feel like I can go somewhere if I actually wanted to, and that's really eating at me at this point.
0: You know, I actually think that's a big part of it. It's not that people actually want to go somewhere. It's that they don't want to be told that they can't go somewhere.
1: Yeah, like ultimately it's just about me being able to sit at my house and be like, well, I could if I wanted to, but I don't want to.
0: It, it's your decision, right? Yeah. That's where...
1: <laughs> and like, There's like one... I mean, I want to go somewhere to work out. I don't like working out in my own home because I have no motivation to do it. I need to go someplace else. And also, so that you don't sense.
0: have a good setup.
1: No. No, that's a huge factor.
0: <laughs> that is an enormous factor because I've got a pretty solid setup and I don't have a problem working out at home.
1: Yeah. Like if all you know- I had...
0: When you come over and I so like I have to, it's like there's a time that I have to, but yeah. I don't mind my setup at home at all.
1: No, I think that makes sense. I think that's that's just it for me is I got to have a little – just a touch more structure and then I want to make the choice. Like I, I don't want to go do anything, but I want to be able to say I didn't want to go do anything. <laughs> not that I'm not allowed to go do anything. I feel like a kid that got grounded.
0: <laughs> I mean – America basically is a child that got grounded. That's what's happening right now.
1: Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what I did. Um, My mom said, go to your room and think about it. And I was like, I don't know.
0: Well, apparently it's that nobody can wash their freaking hands. Which
1: I don't want to take responsibility for. I wash my hands. I'm not a filth person. (laughs)
0: I'm not a filth person. That's, uh, that's, a, that's a good start to the podcast. Um, so today we're actually we're going to talk about shoes. And for all you sneakerheads out there, we're specifically focusing on basketball shoes, although I suppose at least one part of the conversation doesn't have to be limited to basketball shoes, um, but that's going to be our main focus here today because that's our area of expertise.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think maybe, yeah, I mean, that's just what we like. And so, I mean, there's other shoes out there that we also like, but then, I mean, that opens up a whole gauntlet of options, and quite frankly, you don't want to listen to us talk about that for hours on end.
0: I mean, they might. People, everyone is is quarantined. They need some things to do, all right? You're
1: right. We have a captive audience. Let's open this baby up.
0: (laughs) 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 I mean you know cuz i'm pretty bougie i like a nice loafer you know i've got a pair of snakeskins you know running around here but we're going to focus on the basketball shoe in in particular today yes all right so we're going to we're going to split this up in a couple different categories number 1 we're going to split this up into like streetwear in terms of just casual walking around shoes
1: yeah like Shoes that were marketed as basketball shoes that we now prefer to wear as lifestyle shoes versus on the court.
0: Correct. Okay. And then the second category is going to be like a functional basketball shoe, a shoe you can lace up and go ball in. Yes. So those are our two categories. We're going to start with the lifestyle shoe because that's going to apply to more people. And so I want to keep you interested longer. If I'm being <laughs> yeah. honest.
1: They're captive, Robbie. Where else are they going to yeah, go?
0: That's true. What else do they have to do? Um, there's no sports on. There's, you know, it's kind of a dead time in, in terms of new TV seasons coming out. You got to do something. You might as well listen to us talk about shoes. Um, so we're both pretty big fans of the Jordan brand. Yep. And we also are pretty big fans of the Curry line on Under Armour. Correct. Now, the Curry line is impressive to me for a couple reasons. Number one, usually people whose shoes have sold well have been high flyers. They've been dunkers, right? Yeah. I mean, you've got your Jordans, you got your Kobes. KD is a dunker, although, you know, he's good at a lot of other things, but he dunks. The only other one I can really think of that sells well that is not – that's like a skill player is Kyrie. Kyrie's shoes sell really well also. But that came about at the, about the same time as, as Steph.
1: Yeah, I think there's a – I mean, part of that I think is the evolution of basketball and who is the – who are the guys, right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a change, kind of a change in the guard on what you need. Now, you still have high flyers that do well. Like, the LeBrons still do well. They're built a little bit different. Um, but then you have those other shoes that are built in such a way um, that a more layperson would appreciate. You know, I,
0: I guess I take that back a little bit because back in the day, the Iversons were a really big shoe
1: as well. That's true. The Iversons and then, I mean, we would be – we would look really dumb if we forgot the people that did sign on with the Jordan brand and had their own offshoot, like Mello, um, Mello, who can't be mistaken for a high flyer for very much of his career. Um, CP3, CP3, uh, we're missing one. I know it. Um,
0: I mean, I know Luca has recently signed with him and so has Zion
1: and so is Zion and, I mean, you guys. So, yeah, I think maybe those are the only one. Uh, D- uh, Dwayne Wade was on for a little while before he went to Ling Ming or whatever.
0: Okay. The, before he went to the Chinese company.
1: Yeah. So I mean, I think, I think it's just about the way that they're built. A lot of people have always gone with the functional shoe for like the high flyers because they're just built in a way to for ankle support and more cushion sure. on the bottom of the shoe, and then you see. Now you see guys like the Currys and the the Kyries. They have a little lower profile, a little sleeker shoe. Um, the Kobe's started to go that way
0: yeah, as well. The Kobe's so, think, were a really popular shoe later in because he was with Adidas first. Yes. And that was kind of your typical like late 90s kind of a clunkier shoe. Right. Um, which would probably come back and be fairly popular as like a retro shoe now if they reissued them although i don't think they, they
1: have, have and it was
0: adidas can still i wasn't sure with the contract
1: yeah uh, they, they released the crazy eights again not that long ago i think i mean okay. i'd have to get i'd have to fact check myself on that but yes
0: um and then but yeah when he went over to nike it became a much he had a lot of the low tops was Kobe one of the first guys to have the 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 low as his primary shoe? Because there weren't they were high tops were for a long at least mids for a long, long time. Yeah, day. I was
1: gonna say a lot of them moved to mids. Um but he was the first one
0: I remember being a low, and it kind of threw me off because that was not a thing people were doing for a long time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he might have been well for a little bit he did. Both. That was what that was interesting. Yeah when he released the same shoe with a high and a low version. He was probably one of the first to do uh the low is the really, primary though. To really dive into the lows, and then K D wasn't far behind.
0: K D wasn't far behind. Now LeBron has some lows as well. Um but LeBron's
1: he were gets high. his own category of Yeah. Putting weight on my feet that I don't need. I'm already slow.
0: um but the other thing i wanted to say about curry um besides being kind of a non-traditional shoe guy uh was the fact that under armor had basically zero success in the shoe space before curry at least in the mainstream they had some like training shoes that people liked but in terms of mainstream people Um, buying shoes they had
1: good they they were in the cleats like football they did well yeah They did football. Uh, But definitely as far as mainstream shoes and just basketball in general, they had no market.
0: Nothing for basketball. And what's interesting is basketball kind of drives your casual shoe market. If you look at Nike, if you look at some of these, like Reebok when they had AI. If you look at Adidas when they had either uh, John Wall, now they've got Harden. I think they've got Dame right now. They also, um, obviously, they had Kobe back in the day as well. But your basketball brand kind of drives your your casual shoe market to a large extent, in my opinion. Which is why Nike and Jordan had been out to such a head start over everyone for so long. And yeah.
1: It's It's just not something
0: that football players or baseball players, because they do wear cleats. There's not a direct translation to a street shoe that people can
1: wear. Correct. I think that's the biggest thing is that those other sports require very specific footwear that you're just not going to wear out on the streets. Because now you see, like the Jordan brand crosses over retro Jordan and turns them into because that's what's popular and cool and and people like. So I think that's I think you kind of nailed it there. Um, you've got the runners, the trainers type um, that can drive your casual shoe people because there's dudes everywhere with ASICs and whatever because they're comfortable. That's and then generally the back-
0: an older demographic. Yeah. The runners, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, and so you've obviously got your hardcore runners that are going to wear running shoes, um, but it, it tends to be an older demographic. If you're trying to nail in that, like, 15 to 30 or 15 or 18 to 45 demo the basketball shoe is really kind of your sweet spot and so that was curry basically putting under armor on the map for everyday shoes for people and basically inventing their basketball market was a huge huge deal for them um so that was that was one of the most impressive things to me just because that's really hard to do
1: yeah, I mean, coming up from nothing, like I mean, there's there's a fair argument there that Under Armour has the number two slot in in terms of basketball shoes, at least for on court. I mean, I know um, Adidas has its place off the court, but um, some people are going to argue because Adidas has more names on theirs. But as far it, as what people dude, like, Under, I mean, nobody Under Armour, nobody wears.
0: Does- Nobody wears Hardens or Lillard's, or I mean, nobody wears
1: those. It's in terms, it's fewer, it's few and far between. Yeah,
0: I don't see anybody. I mean, you're a college basketball coach. I scout a lot of high school kids. Like, I don't see Adidas out there. I see it off the court a lot. Like, it's a very popular lifestyle brand. Mm -hmm. They see, which is is weird because usually, like we were just saying, they usually it's one or one kind of leads to the other. But their on-court stuff doesn't seem to get that much run.
1: Yeah, I think. I mean, on any given basketball team, you have one or two guys that maybe prefer an Adidas shoe, and it's usually because they complain that the Nikes don't fit right. They have a wide foot, um, yeah. is normally what I hear. But um, I'd say you probably have more likely that there's a guy with Currys, yes, uh, than not. And I, you know, in my personal, um. History of that. Like, I I mean, I was playing high school basketball when the D Roses came out and they were super popular. They were um, they were like that high flyer shoe. They were sleek. They were at a good price point. Um, but they they fell apart on guys and people were constantly getting hurt, which is shocking considering <laughs> who, uh, who marketed the shoe but then i know like a lot of people that did that in high school or saw that in high school like cuz i went through college basketball and now people in my um, in my age i mean my age group they just stay away from those as much as possible because they just had bad taste in their mouth
0: yeah and i had a pair of the addy zeros the the derrick rose shoes and i really enjoyed playing in them but i at that time in my life i was only playing like once or twice a week Sure. So it held up for me pretty well. Yeah. I think what people I think what people had a problem with was they would wear out and as they were wearing out, their kind of structural integrity would would break yeah. apart and people would get injured at that point.
1: Yeah, um, and it, it was like mid season for those guys and it was crazy. It was really bizarre.
0: When they were new, they were a really, really great shoe, but they felt they, they were not very durable. Yeah. It's a huge um, issue. So I'm glad you brought that up, and I think that has kind of left a sour taste in people's mouth with uh, with Adidas in terms of at least yeah. guys our age that, that don't really like to wear those on court. Um, is there anybody that still wears a Reebok shoe? Is John Wall still on his Reebok contract?
1: Ooh. I'd have to look. He had a kind it was, of a, I Reese. I mean, I think when everybody was uh, like when Puma and um, some of these other companies um, kind of made a resurgence. I think somebody. I thought somebody signed Reebok.
0: I thought I know John Wall was for a while because when they had those Zigs, that's kind of the last moment they had about ten years ago, is when those Zigs were really popular. Yeah,
1: I John Wall was on an Adidas deal now. Is he? Now, I, know, might, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm fact-checking ourselves here. Um, he I might, remember back in the day, the big ones were Shaq, and a, was it AI that was also on the Reebok deal, or was it those AI two guys? Is
0: the only Reebok shoe I've ever wanted to buy.
1: Yeah, I mean, I had Shaqs because I like Shaq, but...
0: Was Shaq on a Reebok before he did his own thing? Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I neither liked... AI or Reebok in particular, but I was in a very uh I was at a very important time in my life in that kind of like late middle school, early high school range when those uh when the that first pair of signature AI Reeboks came out. And I gotta say, it's been really tempting for me to go out and buy a pair of them now that they're re-releasing them because my inner like 13, 14 year old that never had that pair of shoes when all the cool kids had them really wants to make that right. Uh, which is probably why I also have so many pairs of Jordans in general. Um, cause I only had, when I was, before I got to college, I only had one pair of Jordans. Um, so that was a a pretty Jordans were a pretty big deal for me, which is kind of why I have a, a little shoe buying problem now. But, um, yeah, is there anybody currently with Reebok?
1: I couldn't find one. The last articles I found were from like 2005 and 2000, or 2015 and 2017. And we're talking about some journeyman dudes.
0: I uh, think part of the issue is I think, and I don't remember, I think Adidas bought Reebok.
1: So I have here that two years ago, John Wall has signed to a five year deal to return to Adidas.
0: Oh, so he's always been with Adidas? Whoa, I don't know what I was thinking.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where you were going with that one. I don't think I don't know Somebody
0: if ever... fairly popular had those zigs that Reebok put out like ten years ago, and I don't remember who it is.
1: Um
0: I thought it was John Wall, but I might be wrong.
1: Well, I know they're like they're most they're the most popular like uh basketball referee shoes of all time.
0: The zigs, yeah, yeah. Like
1: all the all if, black zigs. Yeah, if they're all blacks, then I'm like, okay, this ref is good. <laughs> but if you can't afford the all black zigs, and you're no good, I don't want to listen to you.
0: All right, so let's talk about some of the, um, some of the, some of the shoes that you like to just like walk around in. Some of the lifestyle shoes uh, that are most comfortable, most stylish, that you enjoy the most.
1: Yeah, so um, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick it off with probably it's a super common one, um, but pretty much anything in the Jordan 11. That's I mean that that one for me is is the
0: Jordan you know, 11 is a classic shoe.
1: Yeah, and then of of course, like I would wear pretty much any version of the 11 that I've ever seen. Um, but if I had to pick one colorway that the the well that I want or the kid in me wants. That I would spend a lot of money on, it would be those Space Jam 11s. And I know they re-released those a couple times and I just have kind of missed out, but those are the ones that <laughs> they just they get me every time.
0: The space jam ones are hard to are hard to say no to for sure. The only the only pair of the 11s that I currently have are the all-red win like ninety-sixes. Mm-hmm. Which I love. That's uh, one of my favorite pairs of shoes. So that's a good entry. I'm. This is also a pretty common one that I'm going to toss out there. Um, I'm a big fan of the Jordan ones.
1: Yeah, and so I know you like the mids. Right? Yeah, I
0: do like the mids. A lot of people like the lows as
1: yeah.
0: well because that's kind of more of like it almost looks more like a skate shoe. Um. Right. Either like a Vans or a Supreme, that's what the Lows look like a lot, um, and a lot of people like those. Uh, I like the mid in that one specifically, uh, just because I, it just hits my foot a little bit better. I think it looks a little better on me. But I've got, I've got it in multiple colorways. Um, I've got the electric blue. I've also got the all whites um, that I really really enjoy.
1: Yeah. And I had that one on my list as well. I did have down I prefer the lows. Yep. Uh, but I also own some mids. And the, the nice thing about those is there's always some out. Like you can get all the colors in the whole wide world to go with whatever you want. And they're always available.
0: And they're usually, they're one of the most affordable pairs of the signature line. You can usually get a pair of ones for like 110, 120 bucks.
1: Yeah. Um, a lot of times, and yeah, that's what's nice about those. Now they have a couple that they re that they release on some of those OG colorways that you yeah. can't you can't get your hands on. But um,
0: especially not they were, under like a couple hundred bucks. But like and, some of the
1: like and the band, not wearing them very much anyway. So yeah. as as far as kicking it around and just feeling okay about just wearing them, however, whenever the Jordan ones are, I mean they're they're pretty much the. I don't know the catch-all. I don't know anybody. that's like I hate the ones. Won't wear yeah, the
0: one. I don't. I don't either. They're <laughs> very. They're a very uh, adapt or they're very. Um, I don't even know. Uh, ubiquitous. They're very. They're uh, everybody. Kind of seems to be okay with the ones. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: Now I've got a pair of twos. I don't love them. You think they're really? Uh, is it? You think that's? Is that the pair you think is really comfortable?
1: Um no well I do like my twos and I like a lot of twos specifically that Chicago home colorway Um, I like them because they're unique not a lot of not very many people have twos right because they were like one of the worst selling shoes that George ever put out Uh, they're really weird with the kind of Italian leathery look to them they're um, supposed
0: to look like a Ferrari they were inspired by
1: a Ferrari this is what I heard yeah, yeah, they have that Italian thing to them and um they didn't do very well and that's no. I mean, if you look into it like the Jordan 3 came out and it was like this shoe either needs to be good or Jordan's leaving Nike. And that's why those are so significant. Um,
0: Part of the problem with the 2s also, didn't they come out the year that he broke his leg and was out most of the season?
1: Uh you I can't remember cuz there were now we release shoes at a, such a different time than what they did then, so I don't know when that release fell. I'd have I to look.
0: Think it came. I think they it came out while right. he was injured.
1: It feels so
0: right. That I believe is part of the reason they there's just no iconic moments in the twos, and so I think there's kind of a disconnect there between the fans and that particular pair of shoes.
1: Yeah. That- um. Yeah, I, I mean, I actually, I like them, but I know I'm in the minority with that. So.
0: I've got a pair of Black History Month twos that look awesome, yep. but I don't love the way they wear.
1: Yeah, I I don't know how to, we're just at odds on that one. I really yeah. like that colorway too.
0: A great looking shoe. It looks like it came straight from Wakanda. Like they're awesome looking. <laughs> Like, I feel like the Black Panther, when I'm wearing the shoes, they just don't feel that great for me. It might just be yeah. my foot. I don't know.
1: Yeah, that could be. The ones that I always say how comfortable I think they are are the nines.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't have a pair of nines, but we'll, oh. we'll get there. Um, I've got, you mentioned the threes, and this is probably one of the most iconic pairs of shoes that he ever put out.
1: Yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's so significant that way. It really, It really saved Nike. I mean, historically, it saved Nike, and it saved that relationship.
0: So I've got a pair of uh, Jordan 3 Tinkers, which are the original uh, Hatfield Tinker design, thanks to you. You got those for me. I mean, I paid you for them, but you snagged them. Um, and then I also have a pair of the Fire Reds. Um, and so, and I love the three. The three, to me, is one of the most comfortable shoes and one of the best-looking shoes that i've ever worn i love that pair of shoes so much
1: yeah i think i mean you, again i think it's a lot like the ones pretty much anybody that cares at all about these is down with the threes
0: i've never heard anybody say i don't like the threes there's certain colorways people like or don't like right. but nobody's ever like oh i don't like threes correct um do you have a pair of fours uh
1: no my wife does
0: i love the fours but i don't
1: have one I think they are um, – I think they have to be in the right colorway. There's a lot of those that come out I'm like, ooh, that does not look great. That's but why when- I don't have them
0: because I've seen colorways that I like, but I yep. haven't seen them release those colorways.
1: And it, So it's hard, yeah. So those ones are hard because I just – I don't know what the deal is if the market isn't quite the same for those um, or if we're going to see here in the next – Couple years, maybe they decide to really go all in on that because we've seen like three or four threes come out in the last couple years. I think some like really weird fours.
0: I think part of the problem is they're they do look somewhat similar to the threes, and I think they're just not different enough for like they're just like a slightly less good version of the threes, and so they're like, well, let's just put out the threes instead of putting out the the not as good version of the threes yeah which is the four that's to awesome. me i don't think they're they're just that distinct to me i think they're pretty similar well, i
1: shoes. think they lose a lot of the uh sleekness they become a little bit more boxy um, yeah and i think that's where a lot of people are kind of turned off it's more they just look like that big shoe so you kind of got to be the it's the big baggy look and right now everything is the sleek look right like we're talking joggers not sweatpants we're talking tight Although, shirts the, the th- bag and stuff. So
0: the three is a pretty, a pretty boxy. It's a pretty big shoe too.
1: It is, but because of the way it ties up, it doesn't look the same as the the back of the four. It just uh, the way that uh, the binding okay, sure. is. It looks a lot more nineties.
0: Fair enough. Um, the The three looks really good with joggers. I wear that with joggers all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a pair of the fives. I love the fives. I have a, I have a white, blue, and orange. It's, I don't remember the exact, it's like a Royal, it's the Royal, um, and something colorway. Basically, it looks like a, it looks like they would have team issued these to like a nineties Broncos team is what they look like. (laughs) And I love them. I love that pair of shoes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I have no problems against these. I mean, all the early Jordans, I mean, there's, there's something special there, um, Anything that he really wore, right? I mean, there's something yeah. like, I'll, I'll rock those. Um, because once he stops playing, we get into some really weird times in terms of fashion anyway. Plus, he wasn't playing, so it's like they're real yeah. weird. Um, so, yeah, so I don't know. Are, are we, do you want to go through, are we going through every single Jordan, or are we just going through the ones we like?
0: Uh, I'm just going through the ones I like slash have.
1: Okay. Um.
0: So my next one's the eights. Do you have a pair mm-hmm. of eights?
1: I do not have any eights. I do have a six, though.
0: How do you like the sixes?
1: I like them. I have the Gatorades, uh, the Like Mike Gatorade ones.
0: I've got the South Beach eights, which is a very, like, fresh Prince of Bel-Air colorway. Um, but I really, really love that. Um, I love the look of it. It's a little more form-fitting on my foot. Like, I don't have quite as much breathability in the toe box as I like. hmm <laughs> Um, so that would be my only qualm, but it's a really great looking shoe.
1: Yeah. I think from, what is it? The fives through the eights there, you have a lot of, uh, consistency and design. There's a lot of, over. I mean, you can clearly see how they went from five to six to seven to eight.
0: Yes. Um, I think there's a very clear progression there.
1: Um, and then obviously, you know, the grape eights are, are very famous. Yeah. So that one is. That one's up there, and I think, again, that one's really popular right now because of the way those straps come in. It keeps the shoe sleek. Um, yep, and so I can really vouch
0: cool. that uh, that does look good with a pair of joggers as well. Mm-hmm. Um I don't have nines or tens, but you say the nines are some of the most comfortable pairs you've ever owned.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, there's something about the way that it has uh a, a inner, like, it's almost like a... Um, Almost like an ankle brace, like the one, like the um, the elasticy ankle braces you can buy. But it's not oh, that yeah. tight. But it's in there and it's just, it's very comfortable. I really like wearing those.
0: Fair enough. What colorway do you have the nines
1: in? Um, They're really common. Um, it's, do, 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 do. I can't remember the name, but it's um, mostly white. And then the uh, um, midsole and um, upper sole is black. But the, the, the Bottoms are like that translucent white, and there's white okay. up the side. Um,
0: and we already talked about the 11s. Um, I don't have any 12s, I really like the 13s, though. I've got a th-
1: go ahead. Yep, I was gonna say I prefer the 13s to the 12s. I don't know, the 12s, are something there that's not my favorite. I like, I like how they went. Uh, I kind of skipped those, yeah. I prefer the 13s as well.
0: I've, I have would like a pair of 12s because I really liked those as a kid, um, mm-hmm. but I don't have one. The 13s, I've got in both a low and a mid. Um, the low I have in the red and black, and then the mid I have in the all black. Um, both are fantastic pairs of shoes, look great, very, very comfortable. I have no issues with either of those pairs of shoes.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I like those.
0: Um, I also have a pair of 14s which in the white all white with the red accents, which look great not comfortable
1: interesting um I had I mean I wrote down kind of my top five or six here and I had my 14s on there in my top I I really like. I had the last shot 14s mm-hmm. uh, and I I really like wearing those those are very comfortable to me
0: yeah, I don't know what it is um I just I, don't think they're that comfortable for me and again yeah. maybe it's like the twos uh that they just don't hit my foot right but phenomenal looking shoe i think golfers.
1: so they get a lot of flack people kind of they kind of after 13 you kind of see a lot of people um get off the jordan line kind of right there and i think the 14s are are really still quality
0: i do too now he that's when he retires from the bulls is mm-hmm. with the fourteens.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And after that you can kind of see where it gets off the rails a little bit. Yeah. Um I will say I do like the twenty nines that came out a few years ago a lot. <laughs> I it's- think
1: that's the that's the thing there, right? Is this huge gap of nobody cares anymore. Like I know the sixteens for whatever reason every every once in a while people like those. But no nope. that's it. There's nothing else in there that anybody really cares about.
0: It's true. And um, now, like, there were some pairs of Mellows and some pairs of CP3s that got really popular. Oh, Westbrook has Jordans, too.
1: I'm refraining from talking about him.
0: I understand that. You know what makes me mad, though? There's a couple pairs of his that are really, really great looking, and I refuse to buy them because I hate him so much. Um, But there's a... What?
1: That's warranted.
0: But there's a couple pairs that I, I will grant are pretty good looking. So I don't know if they just put all their design teams on the current players that are with their line right now and kind of just sort of like throw some crap out there for the signature line, but that's what it feels like.:
1: Well, I think, I think right around that 28.29, I think they came back to making that, that line at least usable again. Yeah. I mean because I have I mean, I really like the way the 32s look. Um so I think in there you can find people that at least like or have appreciated some of those shoes. Um and now you've got like Zion and um
0: Lucas somebody I else
1: is Jordan. Somebody else is hooping in the what what year are we on now? Um Are these we're we're on thirty threes, aren't we? No, we're later than that. Thirty four
0: thirty five. Are we on are we I do like the thirty twos. You're right. I enjoy the thirty twos. Um there is a 30 I think we're on 34.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's right. So we're on 34 um and so Zion's wearing those and I want to say uh was it also Jason Tatum? Or was Tatum wearing the BB or the the ones that are like the space jam tying?
0: I'm not sure. I know that um I know that Lucas signed with Jordan.
1: Yeah. Um, but I don't I know. I think which... that was just to keep him from wearing Currys, and um, other stuff because he because w- <laughs> he was wearing whatever he wanted and his shoe game was on fire at the time. Um, so then they signed him.
0: Uh... Yeah, which I uh, I mean I, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm assuming him and Zion will both get a signature shoe.
1: So oh, uh, yeah, Jason Tatum also wore the Jordan 34s and Blake Griffin was while he was playing, but he didn't play, obviously didn't play very much this year. So those were the I guys
0: also really, really like the Thirty Ones. The Thirty Ones are like they've got both the classic Ju- Jordan Jumpman symbol and it kind of fades into a classic Nike symbol as well. Mm-hmm. Really, really good looking shoe yep i don't have a pair but i do want a pair i just have a hard time finding the right colorway um that are available yeah so i Um, think
1: i think here like you said right around that 29 they kind of doubled back down like we're gonna stop making lifestyle issues that are like fashion whatever we're gonna go back to making shoes that people actually want to play basketball in again yeah and i think they've put out a shoe the last um probably five years then if we go back to 29 that at least you can play basketball in and, and not feel like an idiot. Like I think they look good, and I'm sure they're mostly comfortable.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, so, is there anything else on Jordans that you wanna that you wanna touch on? Because the funny thing about this conversation is most of these we would not play in.
1: Yeah. But now, the
0: most- at least anymore. Like they're or, or within our primes. I'll play. I play in my Jordan Thirteens now because I'm old and they're very stable, <laughs> and that's like the only thing I'm looking for at this point. Yeah, it's just to something that is just going to be sturdy as I'll get out. Yep. Um. So I play in the Thirteens, and they they work for what I'm going for now. Um. But for the most part, these are a lifestyle shoe, a casual shoe.
1: Uh, yeah, for me as well, I mean, I think those newer ones, like, I'm interested in the Jordan 34s, if I ever found the, uh, the time and basically the money, um, I would try those out to actually play, and I think that there's probably something there, um, but all the retro ones, you know, the older ones we talked about, I would play, I do have a pair of 11s, uh, the IEs that I play in, really like those, and so I would probably give the 11s a run, um, as far as lifestyle shoes go, the other one we alluded to it earlier was the crazy eights. Like, I would throw back to those. Um, they're very 90s look and um, extremely comfortable. So, I would throw back to those. It's about the only Adidas shoe you would ever catch me in, but that's just because those were so iconic.
0: Fair enough. Um, so, let's kind of shift over to game shoes. Shoes that you actually want to play in. Um, I, you mentioned the you mentioned the Jordan 11s that you would play in.
1: Those uh, rank like number four on my list. So both of us
0: really enjoy playing in Currys. Uh-huh. And part of it is, yes, because we love Curry. But if we loved him and didn't like the way the shoe felt when we played, we would just wear them as as lifety- lifestyle shoes, right? <laughs>
1: Definitely. Um, but
0: Definitely. both of us in the past have played in curries. I played in the Curry 2 birthday cake ones for a while, and I like those a lot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I also have played in, and again, this is kind of going back to the Jordan 13. I've played in the Curry 3s quite a bit because they're a pretty sturdy shoe. Yeah. Um, I think I've played in the Curry 4s, which is one of my favorite pairs of shoes, I've got the white and gold ones, and that's just a gorgeous shoe. But I don't play in it very often.
1: So, yeah, for curries, I've played in 1s, 2s, 4s, and 6s. I skipped the 3s um, because I didn't care for them as much. Um, and, then I, and they came out with the 4s so fast because that was the dad shoe that he got so much bad press on.
0: When he Uh, came out with the three lows, that was the dad shoe.
1: Yeah, the
0: three highs is what he wore during a lot of their um, season. Yeah,
1: and I just i those never struck me. I actually didn't. I actually liked the three lows more, but they turned around and put the fours out so fast that I was like, I'm in on the fours, and I love playing in the fours. Absolutely love it. They are the
0: fours are a great shoe.
1: Yeah, I love playing in the fours. I, I mean, I even broke my foot wearing them and still feel good about putting them back on to go play again. And I can't say that about I broke my foot twice. The other pair of shoes, I would never play in again, but those I'll put back on and play in.
0: <laughs> and they're really, the fours are a really, really good looking shoe also. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I highly endorse the fours. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a pair of fives that I wear all the time. I love them. Super comfortable shoe. I'll work out in them and stuff. I still refuse to play in a low because my ankles are garbage. Your ankles are garbage. So I'm not playing in a low, but I love the fives in terms of just as a lifestyle shoe. I
1: think they're they're really
0: good for working out. I'll work out in them. I play tennis in them, but I'm not wearing them for basketball. I can't do it.
1: Yeah. No, I think they're a great shoe. I just, I never, um, I have some fives. I just have chosen not to play in them. Um, so I can't really speak to it, but. I don't mind wearing lows, so I can't imagine it would be horrible. I mean, they're very similar to the sixes in terms of the sole design and stuff like that. So I would think that they would be fine.
0: So um, I mentioned I've also played, I played in the Addy Zeros back in the day that I really enjoyed. Um, are there any other shoes that you like playing in? I know you've played uh, in like KDs before, right?
1: Yep, played in KDs. Uh, they're good. I, got, I mean, they, they don't make my top five, um, but they're fine. Um, so what is
0: your top five for playing shoes?
1: Okay, so I had um, at number five, I had the Jordan 32. Um, at number four, I had the Jordan 11. Okay, number three, I had the Curry 4. Okay, um, number two, I have the Hyper Dunk 08s specifically. That was the first year of the Hyper Dunk, um, okay, and like almost. Everybody everywhere was wearing them. They were fantastic, and I actually have the re-release uh, version and played in them again, and I still enjoyed it.
0: Those oh were... yeah, everybody did have that shoe. I just googled them. Yeah, everybody had that shoe.
1: They are fantastic. The as they as they went out and released more hyperdunks, they were I found them less enjoyable to play in. Um, but that that two thousand eight version just incredible. Yeah.
0: everybody had that shoe and i think there was a specific kobe version of that shoe
1: um kobe had his own going at the time he was on the kobe three or four um and they looked similar on the on the sides they had the same fly wire.
0: gotcha okay okay um, so
1: he so they were kind of borrowing um designs there but he didn't wear that one so that was my number two i just absolutely enjoyed those shoes um my first Nike ID pair was that shoe. It was just great. They were they were stellar. Really like those.
0: All right. So um, what's your number
1: My number one is the Kobe Sixes. I owned two pairs of those. I wore them both until I literally blew them out. They were they're lows, so you're not gonna be as interested, but I loved them. They were fantastic.
0: That is a really good looking shoe. Um I wouldn't wear them to play in, but I would wear them as, like, a lifestyle shoe because I do think they look cool. Yeah. Um, I kind of like the, like, snakeskin thing look they've got going on. Yep. Um, But you're right. I wouldn't – I just – honestly, I'm sure it's more of a mental thing than it is anything else, but I just can't do it.
1: Yeah, and for me, those were just – I had one pair I did my summer ball in them and I was like wow I really like these I'm gonna get another pair for the season <laughs> and I did that and I wore them continued to wear them until like both uh shoot like all four shoes had no air pocket <laughs> left in them like the sole was flat and tearing off and they they just held up really well really comfortable top shoe top shoe to plan
0: fair enough um so is there were there any other were there any other pairs of shoes either lifestyle or uh, play that you wanted to address?
1: I mean, I think in all fairness, like we didn't talk about any of the LeBron's. Um for me there's want- a few LeBron's out there that I would maybe wear as a lifestyle, but they're he's such a freak, man. I can't play in his shoe. They're too heavy. <laughs> um so I just can't do it.
0: He does have – have you tried any of his more recent models on?
1: Yeah, they're better, but it's just – they're lighter already, than
0: they used to be. He used to yeah, have, I, like, combat boots,
1: basically. Oh, man, I know. I, bu- I bought a pair thinking, well, geez, if he can jump like that, then they must be just the most cushiony thing in the whole wide world, and they're just so freaking heavy. Yeah, um, no,
0: they're like, they're like construction it. boots. They're crazy. Yeah. One of the super popular pairs, I think they were the Soldiers – those um, were
1: kind of the offshoot and I think they were a little bit more I think they were a little lighter
0: um, Not the one I'm thinking of There was oh. a pair <laughs> I want to say it was it was like a white and gold pair that everybody had circa like 2007-2008 Yeah And it was like it was the clunkiest shoe but man people loved them
1: yeah, see, and I just can't. That's the thing is I'm not. I'm not always in on his um, style too. Like I have a pair of the 16s, um, and they're comfortable. And I just can't see myself actually playing them. I guess they were like
0: the first shoe with. I think they were the his first one with the strap.
1: Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. You know which man. ones I'm
0: talking about.
1: Yeah, a lot of people wore them. It was kind of crazy.
0: Dude, a ton of people had them, and I tried a pair of my buddies on to see because I was gonna go shoe shopping, and I was like, "What are you doing, playing in these, man? Like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't deal with it." Yeah. Um, but there are some, I've, some of his more recent models have been more of my taste in terms of, like, I would consider just walking around in them. Um, but yeah, I've never been a huge fan, at least in terms of the, uh, in terms of the playability of his shoes.
1: Yeah. That hasn't been it for me. Um, you know, the other person that we, I mean, obviously Kobe's got a bunch of shoes out. He's been out for a long time. We talked a couple of them. There's a lot of really good shoes there. Um, and then the other person that's got, that's what I'm, I'm shoe number 12, I think, is Katie. Um, and there's some good shoes there. Like I, I've worn them as lifestyle and played in them. And, and some of them I like and some of them I like, I don't like as much. Uh, but I think you get that with guys that are doing their own shoes. Sometimes they're, I mean, it's kind of their own taste, right? So sometimes it matches up with yours and sometimes it doesn't. Um, that's where I find it hard to just be like, anymore to just say, well, I like this person and I'm always going to wear their shoe because sometimes they come out with some really weird looking stuff. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, for sure. I will say I really liked some of, there's certain colorways of LeBron's like 15s, 16s, and 17s that I like a lot, just his regular line, not the Soldier line.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and some of those are really good. The uh, Equality ones that he came out with are a pretty nice-looking shoe.
1: Yeah, those are the, uh, that's the pair I
0: have. And then he's got a pair of 17s. The Monstars and the 17 are a pretty nice-looking shoe.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree with uh, that.
0: So I, I think his style has kind of started to line up more with mine um but only in the last few models anything before 15 i can't really get on board with
1: yeah i believe it's they just put out a couple of the pairs i want to say it's either his six or seven um that came out around those hyper dunks that we were talking about that have a similar um upper and those as i recall they were heavy but I could maybe wear them as a lifestyle just because I, I really like that upper so much. Um, is it, I, It's the six or sevens. I'd have to look myself. I don't know if you have them pulled up at all.
0: I'll Google here. That's what the beauty That's of the, the Google
1: machine is for.
0: Beauty of the Google machine. Yeah. Um, I'm looking here. I'll tell you
1: all sneakers app I know which ones they are.
0: I'm guessing not the six. I don't love the six. Maybe we I don't think we have that different a taste, but maybe it's we the do.
1: seven. Like they put out the uh a couple colorways the past couple months even, um, as like a re release and they've
0: uh Ooh, there's got, a pair of white and golds in the seven that I like.
1: Yeah, those are the ones. It's that shoe. And then they have um I'm seeing now on sneakers I think you can buy four or five different colors of that particular shoot right now
0: i kind of yeah i kind of like I, I can get behind those
1: yeah but and again i think as i recall they were pretty heavy but i would definitely lifestyle those
0: well yeah and you have to
1: coach in those that's the other thing is they they were always comfortable and so when you just have to walk around and, and demo stuff you know it's really yes. great but when you have to get up and down and run and jump that's it's where the, that's where he loses me different deal well you also
0: have to imagine he's moving he's only moving about you know he's moving about 280 pounds up and down the court so like that is a much smaller percentage of his body weight than it is for one of us
1: like i said he's a freak and it's not really fair for me to expect that (laughs) that what he needs out of a shoe is the same thing that i need out of a shoe
0: right like when zion comes out with his pair of jordans like i might wear him as lifestyle but he needs something else from his basketball shoes than I do,
1: and we saw that at Duke. He needs something different. Than I do. I've never <laughs> even come close to that in my entire life. I don't think I ever will. And now,
0: it. with Luca, we might have similar needs because he's not—he's not really moving the way normal NBA players move.
1: No. With the Lucas, I'm just afraid they're going to be too foreign and, <laughs> and hard to wear. <laughs> they come out in like the European sizes. I'm going to have to try to figure out my conversion or something, you know? <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, oh, for sure. Definitely getting a pair. Um, all right. Anything else you want to touch on with shoes
1: before we uh, wrap up? Yeah. Um, well, we went in. I mean, we just talked about it at the front. Like these guys. I mean, we've got now guys signed with a lot of different companies, like Puma on the comeback. Um, yeah, they've got who? They've got like DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, and Embiid is with. Is it Embiid too? He might be. So they're just going all in on the big guys, huh? Yeah, they're Well, yeah, I think they've got one other guy. Um, is it like maybe De'Aaron Fox or something? Do they have De'Aaron Fox? I think they might. I, I can't be hundred percent sure.
0: We're gonna look. We're gonna find out. Puma basketball players? There we go.
1: No, maybe. Oh, is not. it Trey Young? Is that who it is? I knew uh, they had just one guard. It looks like De'Aaron Fox is connected with Nike, so that's my bad there. How dare you? Look, man. Is it? Is it? Is it Trey Young?
0: Um, he is being targeted by them. I don't know if he's actually signed yet.
1: I think they've got.
0: They've got RJ Barrett. Yeah. Which I don't know if that matters to anyone.
1: It does not matter to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, so this article I'm seeing is just saying that they're targeting Trey Young to be the face of Puma basketball.
1: Yeah, and I'm looking I looked up on their Wikipedia list of Puma sponsorships under basketball we've got Um, I mean, I'm not going to read them all, but you've got DeAndre Ayton, R.J. Barrett, Marvin Bagley, DeMarcus Cousins, Skylar Diggins, Rudy Gay, Danny Green, Derek Jones Jr., Kevin Knox, Kyle Kuzma, Kendrick Nunn, Kevin Porter Jr., Michael Porter Jr., Terry Rozier, Marcus Smart, Zaire Smith. Um, And so, yeah, so I guess it is uh, leaning towards the bigs right now. And when you look at their shoe, that's kind of evident. I think it doesn't look as uh, athletic. It looks a lot more stable.
0: Yeah, and, well, then it looks like they've the only guys they've actually been able to land that are somewhat famous are the big guys, and that seems like they kind of have taken shots at a lot of guards and hoping somebody pans out. And, like, your Zaire Smith, Porter Jr., those kind of guys. Maybe you'll get lucky on one of those, but... Yeah, um, that is an interesting development because Puma when we were growing up I mean, they weren't they didn't even have a presence in the basketball in the basketball landscape at all. But I guess that's the same for Under Armour too. Well, Under
1: Armour didn't even exist.
0: <laughs> that's true. For,
1: for a lot of it. I mean, they really came on. I what were they where were they founded like 2000 and something? I mean, 99. Um,
0: not... I think they were founded in the late 90s. By the time I graduated high school in 05, people were wearing their stuff under football gear. Like they yeah, were Yeah, I remember their, that. Their I, I
1: remember it being specifically literally just under armor, under your stuff. Yeah. You know. Um but I don't know like Let's see. It says they were founded in 96 let me see if i can find under armor let's say for shoe because that's really what we're talking about here
0: yeah i mean it depends on if you're talking shoes or cleats cuz i think they came out with cleats pretty fast all right let's see
1: now arrival
0: because i remember you remember those their original commercials were that click clack because they were like with the remember that
1: yeah with the cleats so it cleats says on here the in 2006 plank decided to enter the footwear market and introduced the first under armor football cleats so 2006 was the first cleats 2009 was running shoes and 2011 was basketball shoes so i mean as far as basketball goes they didn't exist for yeah, they work. didn't
0: exist until nine years ago, and then what, Curry signed with them a year or two after that? Yeah. So that's, I mean, they've made a pretty huge gain in that market in the last 10 years.
1: I would say, yeah, it's significant because they've, I mean, like I said, I depending on who you talk to, it's arguable that they're number two. I mean, they're certainly not number one uh, because I put Nike and Jordan together, they're owned by the same people, right? So yeah that that super giant is number 1 and it's not close um but i would say the fight for 2 is between them and adidas for uh, sure puma's at this far away 4 uh
0: reebok basically reebok. doesn't exist anymore
1: reebok basically doesn't exist and now you've got there's two different chinese companies that have uh yeah, you've got anta names. anta it has
0: clay um, thompson
1: which is clay thompson and a couple and some other guys and then ling or I never know how to say it, but Dwayne Wade's with them. And yes. so uh that's I mean that's about it though. I mean those guys they don't even make shoes in like size thirteen though, because it doesn't <laughs> matter to them as I've tried. I tried to buy clay shoes and they don't literally don't make them in my size. I think they go up to like eleven and a half. Um so they're never gonna make the basketball market in America because their shoes are never gonna be big enough. Uh so that's out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um yeah, but that is an interesting kind of development over the last few years. Is guys kind of latching onto these these Chinese brands where they've got a billion built-in customers, and they go over and do these Chinese tours. Gordon Hayward also with
1: Anta. That's the other one. I was just
0: who? Gordon Hayward.
1: Gordon Hayward is with Anta. Yes.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's an interesting thing that you see. Because a guy like Clay Thompson would probably be, I don't know, what, 10th on Nike's roster, 15th maybe? Whereas he he's. Would be,
1: he probably wouldn't even be that. He probably would. I mean, he wouldn't get a signature shoe.
0: No, he wouldn't get a signature shoe at all. He would just, you know, he might get endorsement money, but he wouldn't get a signature shoe right. at all. Um, and with Anta, he's, you know, their premier athlete. And like I said, he's got a billion built in customers. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And some cool stuff. If you actually look into the shoes, like some of actually, his
0: antas cool. are really cool.
1: They're really cool. Um, if you can get over the fact that they're antas, I know some people won't do that. But I, I mean, I, like I said, I would. I literally can't find them in my size. I've tried on their website.
0: They came out with a really cool. Uh, I don't remember what it was for, but it was. It had basically a bunch of his like newspaper clippings and highlights and stuff superimposed all over the shoes. It was a special edition. I think you can only buy it in San Francisco. Yeah. Um, and that was an awesome-looking clay shoe that they
1: came out with. That one was really cool. They just did one uh, based on his dog, Rocco.
0: Nice. He's got this bulldog, right?
1: Yeah. It, that one's pretty cool. Um, so they're weird. I mean, they are. But you can... Well, I mean, they can try it.
0: stuff, right? Because they don't, have, they don't have this attachment of what they're supposed to be, so they can do whatever they want.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, and and even if if you look though, you can find them in like team colors and stuff that look cool enough. You know, they're not like problematic or anything, but uh, you do see a lot more of those like superimposed printing and stuff on there because why not? You know, like that's that's a totally different style um, for their market.
0: Yeah, there's a there's a KT four uh, from Anta that has. Um, in like a light blue colorway that's really cool looking mm-hmm. um yeah they've got i mean they've got some different stuff that that's pretty good looking I, I mean i like the look of it for sure and if you can get over the fact that they're not you know one of the companies you're familiar with then although that i mean i mean honestly that's kind of the same battle that Curry was facing with Under Armour, right? I mean, at least you knew who Under Armour was in terms of, like, apparel and stuff. But right. in terms of basketball shoes, until Curry came out with his, I knew a lot of people that refused to wear Under Armour basketball shoes because they just didn't like them. They thought they were crappy and they weren't comfortable. And, they didn't and I agree them. with all
1: that. I mean, I was the same way. I still am. I won't wear, like, their generic basketball shoe, but I'll wear his shoe. That's, For sure. I mean, they're totally different, Yeah.
0: For sure. Um, anything else you had on shoes? I think that was about all I had.
1: I mean, for the sake of this conversation, that's about it. Like, like you said, we could sit here and talk about cool shoes. I mean, for as long as we really want. But as far <laughs> as anything that has any kind of value, I will say there are two
0: curries that had. Um, they were special edition curries that came out that i loved i have one pair the other pair i couldn't get um the one was the curry one lux which is like a walk walk around lifestyle shoe that's really really that's really nice looking it's like a real leather shoe yeah it Um, took the
1: uh took the shape of the curry ones that were very popular and put them literally into a lifestyle shoe because a lot of curry shoes come out very athletic looking. Um, so the crossover to a more lifestyle version is hard. And so they did that for you with that shoe, which is great. I, I mean, we have the same pair. Those are fantastic.
0: And then there is a pair and these were a limited edition and I couldn't get them. And I still don't know where you can find them. Um, for anything under, like, $1,000. There was this pair that Curry... or that Under Armour made for South Carolina when they made the... Uh, as, like, a gift to the South Carolina basketball team when they made the Final Four. It's the Curry 3 Lux Oxblood. And they're a gorgeous shoe, but almost impossible to find. yeah. And even harder to find at like a reasonable price, um, but it's a man. It's a good-looking shoe. Oh, right. Yeah. Did you just Google it? Yeah. Isn't that a pretty shoe?
1: Oh, that looks. Yeah. I yeah, mean, that's a, that's a difference maker right there. Right. That's really nice. I did not. I'm. I did not know about that colorway. I really like that. It's beautiful. That's yeah. You got me there. <laughs> no argument. Um, I like those. I like. I like that his birthday's on Pi Day because I'm a math nerd. So I like the Pi Day stuff, uh, especially the fives. Uh, those are the the coolest ones I think because they have all the different uh, Pi symbols and numbering and and stuff for that for sure Uh, so i really like those but yeah i just gotta wow those those oxbloods though those are different those hit different man
0: dude they're a pretty pretty shoe and it's like a real leather upper it looks like a i mean it's just a really good looking shoe so I might have to go on a little eBay binge when we're done here, see what I can find. But <laughs> dude, if you want
1: them without a box, you can get them for cheap on GOAT. On GOAT? Yeah. But the, they all say no box.
0: Well, we're going to have to wrap up the podcast so I can go spend an irresponsible amount of money on a pair of curries. So. um
1: <laughs> It's not even irresponsible, dude. What are you, 10 and a half? Yeah. Seventy-five bucks plus ten for the goat fee, or ten for shipping and six for tax. It's ninety-one dollars, and they're yours. No box, though. That's the key. No box. Are they so new, that's
0: about- What? Are they it
1: new? No new. box. They, they say new, but no box.
0: I mean, I can live with that. All right. Well, I think. Uh,
1: I think yeah, we, we know up. what you're doing. <laughs>
0: I think we might have a purchase to make here in a minute here. So, uh, yeah, anyway. Um, So that's what we have on shoes. Uh, If anybody goes and buys my – well, I'm not going to post this until I buy them, so you can't buy the Oxbloods out from under me. Um, (laughs) Jake, it's been wonderful talking to you, and uh, I'm sure we'll hear more from you soon because we're on quarantine, and what the F else do you have to do?
1: Dude, it's the only thing keeping my sanity. God, I mean, we're going to have to do this a lot.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, this has been your sneakerhead episode of Heavy Lifting with Ravi Lula. You can find me on Facebook, Heavy Lifting with Ravi Lula, on Twitter or Instagram at Lula or on the website, ravilularadio.com. Make sure you subscribe, rate, review, and tell me, how wonderful the podcast is. Um, otherwise I'll probably just delete your comment because I don't need that negativity in the world.
1: Uh, <laughs> or that, sure.
0: that's all I've got for you here today. Uh, Jake and I will be back later. Uh, we've got a bunch of other podcasts planned, um, including a bracket of all of the greatest pranks from the office. We've got three, 36 teams a 36 entry bracket so we've got some play-in games all the way down to a 32 team bracket we'll do it the same way we did the office episodes and uh, we'll have that coming up for you as soon as we find somebody to seed the bracket for us because that's a lot of work and i want to make somebody else do it um all right until then (laughs) until then have a safe quarantine, and we'll talk to you soon.